Oh my god, Adam Drew's back. Hi, hi, my voice is here and everything. True. <laughs> where did you go? We were side questing forever. Oh, Adam, it was terrible. I was stuck in another dimension. It was, oh. it was so strange. There oh was my. Cthulhu and there was Batman. And oh, at Cthulhu. Some point, some point I went on a mystery adventure with Scrappy-Doo and, and then we had a fight to the death. I won, of course, oh. but he put up a good fight. Oh, and that's okay. why there's no Scrappy-Doo in the future no, Scooby-Doo's. No, just, oh, that's not, that's what an not amazing side story that we will never go back to ever. theatrics because nitwick is back and bolder than ever this week the boys celebrate their reunion by gushing over e3 2018 what did we see what do we remember find out now hi my my name is drew and a fun fact about myself every e3 after it's happened i go up on the twitter and i look at all the shit posts that have happened that's my fun (laughs) ritual (laughs) hell of a ritual do you just like like after each one? It's like, oh fuck the games. Let's see what weird shit posts are getting made. No, it's just like because there there will be glorious memes. Like this year, there was a big thing about Waluigi not being in Smash. And hey, that is a fucking never- travesty. I know, but the internet hey, was hey. full of vindictive rage and the devil trigger memes. Oh, Adam, the devil trigger memes. Oh my God, the devil trigger <laughs> memes. Oh lordy, lordy, lordy. But that's just me talking. Uh, hello, my name is Adam, uh, and my E3 tradition is uh, a little bit more involved in that. Uh, so, me and our, our mutual, all three of our mutual friends, Ian, uh, Ian and I work together at our company, and so we've kind of made it a tradition that every E3, him and I will kind of drop whatever the hell we're doing and go and watch the Sony show, because we're both big PlayStation fans. Uh, and that's kind of been my ritual. Um, the other ritual I have is sneaking away at work to watch the Nintendo stream because Nintendo for damn sake just cannot do it at a reasonable time of the day. They have to do it early in the morning. But yeah, that's kind of my my uh fun tradition. Man, that's like kind of cool. Yeah. We kind of nice. make it like a like a viewing party or something. It's just kind of fun. That's, oh, that's nice. nice. That's nice. That's like uh my office is doing the uh my office is really into the World Cup and so like mm. during the penalty kicks today they like everyone dogpiled into the conference room <laughs> so yeah it'd be weird if my office all dogpiled in so hey what's ha- cause hirai doing today it's like get out of here weirdos yeah um anyway so i uh hello there everybody i am zach and my e3 tradition is to not watch literally any of it and then just shit post about it for the next however long i feel like it really <laughs> Wait, wait, hold on. So, with no context? Like, you don't even Zero know? context, only shit posting. Ah. Good God. The classy man's way to enjoy E3. <laughs> no, I... So, what I, I don't tend to watch the shows because I think they're tedious and boring. Um, I tend to, like, just go look up the trailers. and Read the hot takes, look up the trailers, um, just get a sense of, like, what they present, rather than, like, all the talking around that presentation. Um, with small exception, I didn't do it this year, but... Um, I try to, I, I'm going to try and, 
watch it, but I'm gonna watch the Digital Devolver conference because they put on oh, a show. Yes, <laughs> yes you are. Yes you are, Zach. Uh, I like this idea that Drew kind of watches stuff, but mostly comes to the shit like watches the shit post. Zach has absolutely no context, and then just produces the shit post that Drew will may, may inevitably look at. <laughs> exactly. We have a meme economy going on here. We do, um, and I mean, you actually watch the show, and so you get to watch our little meme economy and go, "Oh God, what has come to this world?" <laughs> it's like, oh, that's entirely taken out of context and makes no sense, but that's hilarious. Retweet. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, but, guys, I got a question. What's your question, Adam Maggleby, Maggleby, Maggleby? What the fuck is E3? <laughs> well, Adam Maggleby, E3 is actually the Electronic Something Expo? I forget the middle Electronic e. Entertainment Expo. Ooh. Video the... games, <laughs> to say. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you. I don't know why I forgot that middle one. But, in short, it's a big old trailer party during the whatever part of the year. Um, yeah. Where, you know, all the companies get together, raise a, a humble couple million dollars, and just show off all the stuff that they want you to buy in a couple months. God damn um, it. Uh, excuse me. If we're playing the Square Enix route, it's a couple years. Thank you. You are correct. You know, that should have been my tradition, because it's been a tradition this, this far. Like, every year, I sit and wait for the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer to come out, and then I cry a little bit. So that's my tradition. That's my tradition. Hey, wait, wait, you were actually rewarded with one this year. I mean, tradition no. overdrew. You get nothing. Oh no! In any case, we are gonna just uh, do a little, a little e threeing, a little e threeing. Yeah. Adam, you were saying a thing. You were saying a thing. Oh, I was just gonna add on to e three. I always feel like e three is kind of like. Um, I don't. I don't know. This is. This might just be me, but I always get really excited as well around e three. I know it's basically just a giant show. Uh, like Drew and Zach kind of said, it's basically just a giant show where all the major companies spend like oodles and oodles of money to just show you trailers of shit you can buy later. But I always kind of get a little excited around E3 because it's like, what new mysterious thing will just show up randomly? Uh, no, and I, I definitely agree with you. Sometimes you get stuff like uh, the insane high fidelity of some trailer or... Hideo Kojima did something weird this year. <laughs> As he Doesn't always he does. I, exactly. Like, what is the weird thing Hideo Kojima's gonna do? do you... Yeah, I, I don't know. I know it's a big, like, ooh, ads, ooh, corporation, but it's like, yeah, corporations! <laughs> I'm so excited! This is so much excitement! You know, I, I'm, just I, being, I'm just being mean. I, I have as much fun as anyone else during it. Like, it's it's all it's all kinds of pretty trailers and special effects. Like, it's it's a party. It's a gaming party. You know? Mm, just, yeah. Just, there's a lot of money involved. A little bit. It's expensive. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. 10 bucks. <laughs> Maybe 15. <laughs> 10 whole bucks. Um, <laughs> in any case, we were just going to do a little rattle off uh, about our reactions to E3, uh, you know, answer some questions and just kind of shoot the, shoot the spit. Shoot the spit over is what we're going to do. So, mm -hmm. so our first question is, how did you see E3 this year? And, um, you know. I think we, we kind of covered this, but maybe we can go over. Uh, yeah. I, so I guess I'll start. Um, so usually I will... Uh, like I said, usually me and my buddy Ian will watch the... We at least watch, try to watch the Sony one live. Um, just because that's kind of our tradition and it's kind of fun just to watch it. Uh, so I, we usually do it on, on Twitch or YouTube or something. Um, I will occasionally... When the Nintendo one comes up, I try to catch that one live. Unfortunately, this year I wasn't able to catch it live because I thought it was happening at like 10. But then it turns out, nope, it's at 9. So I had to catch that later. Did they do that intentionally? But I, 
Because I know uh, Matt, he also thought it was going to be like a day later, and it ended up happening far earlier than anticipated. And so I knew yeah. that Smash before he did, and I was like, yo, dog, you want to check this out? He's like, what? Yeah, I don't know. The schedule was kind of weird this time, but we can go on that later when we're actually talking about different shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'll usually watch stuff on some stream or something. I try to be spoiler-free, because I do kind of want to see that big reveal and surprise but that's really hard to do these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I, well, Zach, I guess you're up. Uh, I don't. You don't. That's As right. mentioned, <laughs> I, I literally go look at the YouTube videos afterwards. So that's that's about it. That's that's how I get my E3 intake. <laughs> I see. I see. Well, you I just got... kind of let the trailers flow to you. Yeah. Yeah. They just they come to me and then I watch them. I peruse them at my pleasure. And um, and then I put them and shelve them away in the uh shelf of trailers i'm never going to watch again it sounds sounds kind of nice like it's just floating down a river towards you and you're like oh it's there it's great um (laughs) and by the way that river is called uh my internet discord Hmm. and Hmm. it's perfect it's it's beautiful and it's perfect and i wouldn't change it for anything Hmm. that's so so sweet that's so sweet well I, i guess i'll i'll cap it off then and then we get to the exciting part which is talking about games um with me um i kind of on off it like i will if i can catch something live then i will um like i i do enjoy seeing like the developers talk a bit about what they're doing and why they're doing it even if it is kind of like you know a little put on uh a lot of it is just a show for me so it's like okay whatever you say whatever you say i'm gonna believe it when i see it um Mm -hmm. i actually do a whole lot of like perusing in the beforehand to see what i should expect you know like like e3 for me is almost like okay cool so here are my theories here are my hopes and dreams let's see what works and what doesn't um yeah yeah okay. i feel like i feel like that was true a lot for this year uh and this has been getting more true for a lot of the big shows where dude a ton of shit leaks beforehand like it almost feels like you can kind of just already know what's going to be shown off uh mm-hmm. there were some surprises here but i feel like a lot of these big shows, because people are so watching them intently or looking for clues, that they they kind of get leaked or spoiled beforehand, before the big reveal actually happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which... See, this is this is why you almost walk the path of the Zack, mm. wherein you don't give a shit, and then when it comes up at the show and you see it offhand on a YouTube thing, mm. then it's like, oh, that's that's a cool new thing. I didn't know it was spoiled know. beforehand, but I, cool. I don't I don't have the willpower to not spam the internet every three hours for new Devil May Cry footage, Zach. That's right. I'm not that strong. <laughs> they may have put up a new screenshot. I have to know. Alright. I guess. <laughs> I, I suppose. suppose. <laughs> I suppose that takes mm-hmm. us to our next uh, our important question. What exciting things did you see this year over at your E three? Well, oh, nothing. I saw I saw a bunch of exciting things. If that exciting. was exciting, I I I have to make words. It's been a long time since I've had to make <laughs> words on the internet, Zach. Let me listen, warm up. Let me listen, get get toasty again, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. I I definitely agree with you. I completely understand, and it's okay. I fuck up my words all the time, and I talk all the time. I say so many words, and yet I still muck them up. Damn. It's hard. So you know who hard. didn't muck up? Who the people showing stuff at E3. Mm. What'd you guys see? Okay. Well, um, I Here, let me steal the show for a moment. There were three separate Japanese games, just like games about things in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yakuza, Yakuza, Sekiro Shadow Side Twice, and Ghost mm-hmm. of Tsushima. Uh. I completely forgot the Yakuza. Wait, Yakuza 0 or Yakuza mm-hmm. 6? 
I don't know. I forget which one they were announced. It wasn't really so, even an announcement. It was just sort of the, like a couple of things about Yakuza. So one of the things that, I, yeah. So the three samurai games that I saw were there's Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Yo. and we'll talk about the we'll talk about each about them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Ghost of Tsushima, and Neo Two. Oh right, Neo Two. Uh, I don't remember Yakuza getting shown off at uh, all. Yakuza got like a trailer for like DLC. Oh, Neo, Neo Two got announced. So. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll start with that. Uh, did you guys, were you guys at all interested in those three samurai games? The um, So I didn't pay much attention to Neo because I was just like, oh, it's another one of those uh, FromSoft clones. Um, uh, it mm-hmm. Like, it's it's another, it's it's a Dark Souls, but slightly different. Uh, well, I heard played good... uh, Neo 2? Uh, uh, oh, sorry, Neo 1. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't really pay much attention to it. Uh, and I also wasn't paying attention to it much at E3. I hear it's good. Um, and so I hope, to, you know, and I hope Neo 2 ends up doing pretty well as well. But mm. I, I just wasn't paying too close attention to mm. it. I'll say in Neo's defense, uh, I actually don't see it as a Dark Souls clone at all. It is more akin to a Ninja Gaiden game. Oh. It has... That's kind of weird. It's weird that everybody always compares Neo to Dark Souls. I get that it has some elements to it, but it is more of a character action uh, Ninja Gaiden game. And that makes sense because it's by Team Ninja. Mm-hmm. I-, I will agree. This trailer did not immediately <laughs> excite me. I didn't play Neo, even though I played both the betas of it. And it was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. But Neo 2 is like, look, a cinematic trailer. Look, a guy turns into a demon. Cool. Oh, neat. No. <laughs> wow would you say that neo is neato very oh. um of the three i'm i was really interested in sekiro shadows die twice uh because that actually is a from soft game yeah. that is i'm excited because i'm really excited to see from soft do something that isn't dark souls forgot oh like, yeah they've done nothing but souls games i'm really excited to see them do like another level or mission-based thing and that's kind of what sekiro is going to be it's mm-hmm. more mission-based uh did you guys see any uh see I, the trailer for sekiro I listen I, I watched i watched the video for sekiro and then i literally <clears throat> and then i watched vati video's analysis of the video for for sekiro <laughs> of course he'd already make a video yeah an, overanalyze everything oh yeah he, he um, like a 15 minute video off of the 30 second trailer like oh yeah he, he cares he's he a does. man who he, cares I so guess, much. but yeah. Uh, so from what from his from his video, I got that uh, there's going to be a grappling hook, mm-hmm. and so there's going to be a lot more verticality, um, mm-hmm. and then there's going to be a much stronger focus on combat. You can kind of see, and and he mentioned that like you can kind of see that there was going to be more of a focus on like the intricacies of like making the combat better, like even in like Dark Souls three and kind of in Bloodborne, where they're trying to like expand on how to do combat. And mm-hmm. so I think this is going to be just a natural evolution from those previous titles. Adrian, did, did you check it out? I did. And uh, my initial thought is we had Neo. And Neo was kind mm-hmm. of like a more samurai-themed Dark Souls game, thingamabop, which apparently is more closely related to, uh, you know, Ninja Gaiden. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to me that Neo 2 is being made and, it's, and FromSoft's reaction is to make you know a samurai game as well i don't yeah it, it almost seems kind of weirdly cyclical right like it, yeah it really does <laughs> it's weird i i i so so my thought on this is that uh i think sekiro went into development before they announced the original neo no that's actually not true neo oh. was supposed to be a ps3 game 
Oh, oh never mind. I Well, they, Neo... I guess they weren't paying attention to the original Neo when they announced it, but I know d- they were definitely working on Sekiro well before Neo got announced. I don't, I don't know how long Sekiro's been in development. Uh, I, I, I can't... I wouldn't say either which one if either one's aping it just kind of i thought was funny that they were both yeah. making a samurai game well i mean and then you have uh, ghost of tsushima and you're like why are there three samurai games <laughs> dude ghost of tsushima i kept calling ghost of tsushima every <laughs> single damn time no you, but, you, but you really don't want the ghost of your tsushima no i, I don't say, here, here's my take on ghost of tsushima. i can't say it so i'm not going to ghost game uh it, it uh, reminds me of last year's Sony zombie game. I, I forget what oh, it's called. Oh, uh, Days Gone. Yeah, it reminds me of that in the sense where it's like, this feels like it's a very polished, fits genre game. But I don't mm-hmm. really know anything else about it. It fit, To me, it feels like, oh, it's that big budget game that I have no idea why mm. it's being made. You know? <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Uh Ghost of Tsushima, from the trailer I was watching, it seems more like... It actually looked a lot like a samurai-themed Red Dead. Like a big open-world samurai Red Dead. And I was really excited because I remember talking with a friend of mine about how cool it would be to have... Because we were both really into Red Dead Redemption. Mm. And how cool it would be to see a game like this take place in in like feudal Japan. And I'm really excited that that seems to be what this is. Okay. Uh, I will admit... It does feel like we were just kind of shown one segment, and it is kind of hard to be really, really excited for a game when you're shown just, like, one segment. I guess I really like the idea that, oh, man, here comes this big samurai game. I guess I just wasn't expecting to see three big samurai games this year. Yeah. It's a lot of swords. A lot of samurai. But I yeah. I will say, if, if uh, Ghost of Tsushima ends up being, like, a Red Dead, I will... That is almost absolutely perfect, because... Those two genres are basically the same. Yeah. They're so uh, they're I'm, very, very similar. I'm pretty excited for that one. Sekiro, I'll probably try out, but I'm a, a little less Ooh. thrilled on that one. Really? Losing the like, excitement. That's the one that I'm going to be keeping my eye on, just because of the brand. Just because of the FromSoft brand. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, I'll, like I said, I'll probably like keep checking it out. Uh, I guess I just wasn't as excited as like, oh. I want to ride around all of Japan. Please let me Red Dead this game. Oh, yeah. Shall we move on to other games that well, caught well, our excitement? I think so. I think so, Adam. What what caught your excitement, Adam? What what made you jived and jazzed and happy? Oh, man. <laughs> Do we want to just dive right into it, Drew? Just push <laughs> Zach completely off of this? Well, there I go. I'm right off the train. Goodbye. Drew, the darkness of night falls around my soul. And the hunter within <laughs> loses control. Adam, you gotta let it out. You gotta let it out, Adam. Uh, so for people who are not, who have been living under a rock for the past week, um, at Microsoft's show, they announced Devil May Cry 5, mm-hmm. and I lost my shit for a good, like, half hour after I watched the trailer, <laughs> and then I promptly watched the trailer over and over and over again. I'm really excited for Devil May Cry 5. It, it, it sounds like you didn't think it was gonna be there. Like, all, all the clues were there, Adam. We, uh, we, we knew. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I kind of... It's Here's the weird thing about this. So, Devil May Cry 5 has kind of an interesting little history with it being presented. Um, mm-hmm. So, late last year, there was a huge leak of a bunch of details on Devil May Cry 5. And at the time, it seemed a lot... It seemed pretty compact, but it also seemed like it was very... Uh, almost rumor-heavy. It seemed like, it, like, oh, this is a little too much to be... Too good to be true. This is very rumor-heavy. Mm-hmm. But 
the story that kind of came out was is that it was actually supposed to be shown off last year at the PlayStation Experience. But I guess they wanted to make it a smaller PlayStation Experience and then have a bigger E3 this year. Uh, or this was Sony. So yeah. it was weird that it didn't show up at the Sony show, but showed up at the Microsoft show. But uh, I kind of knew it would show up in some way here. It was just kind of like, a, oh my god, it's real. It's actually real. Yes, they had a big, beautiful trailer with lots of explosions. Nero has a robot arm now. He's got mm-hmm. a robot arm, Adam. I, I wasn't ready for that. Um, Dante is back on his motorcycle, and it is the future in a big, beautiful, dystopian-ish city. And uh, we got a nice little trucker girl who's going to help us make our arm even better and stronger. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this one. It looks It looks really good. I have a question. What's your question? Yes. Does Dante still eat pizza? I don't know. In a very... Well, he just showed up at the very end of it. He was kind of the stinger at the end of the... Uh, he was the stinger. Uh, uh, we get it. We get it, Adam. I get it. I get it. Um, I don't, but it's okay. Oh, uh, stinger's a move. It, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. It, this trailer was very Nero-focused. Um, okay. It's interesting to me that they are actually keeping him as kind of the main character. I, I really like his new design. I think they've kind of styled him a little bit differently, and I, I think he's really cool. The rumors were saying that there were going to be three playable characters, and we've seen Nero, we've seen Dante, and that's probably Virgil on the cover art. Like, if that isn't Virgil, that's real weird. Okay, um, second question. Will this yeah. game also have an edit um, where everyone has... Uh, mustaches and sombreros and they all talk in spanish i don't think so zach and here's why you're referring to dante and i don't think dante exists or is canon anymore sadly uh i don't think it will but i hope i want (laughs) i want to see some ah dante (laughs) miro dante esta kidie kidie Yeah, there's there's all my context for Devil May Cry. I really want Dante. Uh, I will say this: there was one part of the show that got me, and I didn't actually expect it to to like be said. But it was like uh, Hideaki Itsuno comes out and says, "Devil May Cry has been gone for ten years." And it's like, "Holy shit! You just killed! You just like completely blew up the old reboot. It's gone! Like you mm. just threw it under the bus." It mm. made me a little sad. It did make like, me a little sad. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, like I said, Drew and I could go on for hours about how excited we are, but uh, I think we'll save that for a later time. Mm-hmm. We could save I... it for an entire podcast, in fact. Oh. Yeah. What you need to know, listeners, is we're very excited to kill demons. Um, at least I am, and I feel Adam might be too. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Is that fair? Drew, today I found out a new feature about the game, and uh-huh. I think I wanted to tell you because I haven't told you yet. What is, what is the feature? Apparently, there is a dynamic battle theme system where oh. the better you do, the more intense and more wild the music gets. I was like, oh, Adam, oh. they beta tested that shit in DMC, and they're bringing that it sounds, back. That sounds so cool. Yay! That is okay. That does sound like an amazing feature. I won't lie. Um, what what other games did people get excited about? I, I have a couple Ooh. that I could list off if you guys want to just jump on those. I've got a few short ones. Mm. Um, ah, go for it. Hit us. Hit us. Like, and I have the feeling you guys will probably have more to say about a few of these, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just go off. Uh, they announced Elder Scrolls 6, and they showed, like, one did panning they? shot, 
hey, they announced it. It's going to be a game. Uh-huh. But, and they gave, like, one one Overland panning shot. Uh, and I watched a further analysis video, and uh, I don't remember the exact name of it, which really sucks. But I do remember uh, it basically eliminated a bunch of options and was like, it's probably Hammerfell. Oh, for, like, where Elder Scrolls Six will yeah. t- take place in? Yeah, and let me tell you, if it's Hammerfell, I am ready for Hammerfell! What is Hammerfell, mm. Zach? I don't quite understand. Hammerfell is a region in the Elder Scrolls universe that's, yes. like, right next to Skyrim, and it's, it's where the Red Guards are. Those people with the curved swords. Oh, mm. I see, I see, I see, I see. I, I, I joke, but I, I was kind of, I was laughing because, um... I saw the trailer come up. It's like, oh, it's Elder Scrolls Six. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll watch that. That could be kind of neat. And it was just this one panning mm. shot. I'm like, is that it? Yeah. What did I miss? <laughs> um, they I, I announced another Halo game, and my heart dropped. Why did it? Because drop? I yeah. Knew it. Did you guys? It. What is that? It's it's gonna be shitty, and I don't care anymore. Halo well, is you, dead. You're not oh, excited but, for Halo um, Infinite, whatever it's called. Infinite. They also. <laughs> Listen, Drew, the last game that I loved that came out with the moniker Infinite on it is dead in the ground. Ooh. I'm talking about you, Marvel's Capcom Infinite. Oh, Ooh. oh, Adam, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm just going to kick this one into high gear. They announced uh, a new Gears of War starring a character named Kate from one of the previous games that I didn't play. Um, it's cool that a female protagonist is going to be the main character. I don't know what the deal with the story is going to be, but it seems like they're pushing the story angle on Gears really hard this time. Which is going to be kind of mm. odd. I don't know. I don't know exactly how you to feel get... about it, but it should be interesting. Did you? Did either of you guys get really into Gears of War? I, I was into Gears of War 1, but I never really... I didn't have a 360, uh... so I never really got that much into it. Yeah, I got super into the original Gears, and then I played a bunch of Gears of War 2, and I basically played through the main campaign of Gears of War 3. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I just didn't play 4. I lost interest because that was the, the period of my life where I stopped playing shooters. Mm. How about you, Drew? You know, uh, I'm more excited for the Halo Halo game, honestly, just because it looks more oh. like traditional Halo than uh, the weird new trilogy where Master mm. Chief is a not bad guy and all that other stuff. Uh, right. I, I've, I've never been a big Gears fan. It, it always just seemed too, like, gratuitously, like, macho for me, where it's just like, okay, blood and bros. Like, mm. it didn't really work for me. I don't know. If you ask me... The game I was really excited for mm-hmm. was Gears of War Funko Pop. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I, yeah, I, wa- yeah. I kind of want to forget about it, but on the other hand, I'm like, I kind of don't care. So, so many people put up some shit about like, you know, like, oh man, to, look at this, it's such a stupid thing, they have a Funko Pop game, and I'm just like, I don't give a to fuck. To explain to the audience, want. Gears of War Funko Pop is, take the Gears of War characters, make them Funko Pop dolls, now make it, now put them in an XCOM style game. That is Gears of War Funko Pop, and it, I, boy, I almost fell out of my chair when I saw that. It was it's weird, like, yeah. <laughs> this is too much. Uh, but <sighs> but yeah, I and then uh, more announcements. I I have sorry, I have a giant list, so I'm just going through all the short ones. Uh, Battle Toads. The... Sorry, oh, Battle Toads. Why is that? A all right, thing? all right. That, that's all I have to say. I don't it's know just why it's, it's Battle Toads. Is it a new one? Nobody knows new why it's here. <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you, because Microsoft has found out that it needs more mascot characters, and, well, they do have Rare, might as well do Battletoads. Oh, yes. man, that is that is a weird way of thinking about it. That is um, a stretch. That is a stretch, though, if they want that to be their mascot. Like, I don't know. And then... I, mean, I wish them luck, I guess. 
Punisher Mother. And then I've got, there's an RE2 remake going to come out, which... Yeah, there is. <gasps> I want to talk about that. Oh, okay. Don't you eh, don't you eh at me, young man. All right, you can, let's, let's talk about RE2 remake then. I'm going to take, I'm going to take this list reading away from you. Your list is upsetting me. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, uh, one of the games I was really excited about was Resident Evil 2 remake, so... Resident Evil 2 has had a weird storied history of getting remakes. Like, there was a big fan remake that was coming, but then it got canned because the company was like, hey, why don't we actually remake this? So they canned the fan project and actually brought a bunch of the uh, developers on the fan game in to work with the actual Capcom developers. Hmm. So this game was, like, announced two or so years ago, and it's been, like, I actually wasn't expecting to see it this year. But it is a remake of Resident Evil 2, in the style of Resident Evil 4 with, like, all of the lessons and, like, atmosphere of Resident mm. Evil 7. It wow. looks so yeah. cool. That does, that does sound rad. like a massive improvement. Mm. Um, there's just... I was watching, like, a big gameplay segment of it, and it is legitimately, like, terrifying to watch that game. Like, it, they were talking, like, yeah, um, you actually don't have enough ammo to fight everything. You are going to have to run and stuff. Like, RE2, you can kind of just, like, get a surplus of ammo if you know where to go. This one, they're like, nah, you can make some bullets, but that's not enough. You you, you gotta run. So are they are um, they making, like, and they were talking... puzzles and rooms and such? Or is it, it's not like a straight remake then. It's just like, let's no. take the setting and... Oh, uh, man. If they, if they is... brought back the dumb puzzles from RE2. <clears throat> oh, dude, they did in RE7. Like, the dumb puzzles of, like, get oh. the stone object, get the metal object. You got the stone and metal object. But I don't know. I guess that's part of the charm of Resident Evil. I'm uh. really excited to play the remake. Um, I guess I'm really happy because it's in the style of Resident Evil 4. And I really liked Resident Evil 4. With right. So I, like, I, um, how do I put this? I'm excited for it. It looks pretty cool. I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. There was, um, the trailer itself opens up with, it's from a rat's perspe- perspective, right? Because you don't really mm-hmm. know what it's going to be. Um, on the Twitter, as is my tradition, um, I saw a wonderful, what would Peter Molyneux do? And he was very upset that the game wasn't just a rat simulator in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Dude, I, I would, with him. <laughs> I would play that game. That would be, I mean, we did, we had, we had an entire design club about playing as a forest animal in a forest fire. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a. There was a game where you're, uh, I think it was called Deadly Creatures, where you were playing as a scorpion or a tarantula in the desert, and Amazing. the story that's going on around you is that there's like some bank heist or outlaw stuff going on, and you're just kind of skittering around everywhere. And it's like, what a weird concept for a game. Yeah, that is that is super interesting. Okay, um, so um, so getting mm. back to the list. The list. Oh, I was going to throw so- it over. I was going to throw it over to Drew if he had a list. Oh, Drew, do you, Give you have a, a list? second? a short list i have a short list um let's see here first off i i just want to say country road take me home to the place which where i belong i'm talking about the new fallout you you, you peasants oh okay fallout yeah (laughs) i have that on my list as well um i have it on there just because there's a like a big to do about fallout 76 but i don't really know what it is did either of you guys know what it is yeah uh i I know some things about it. It's going to be like 32 player multiplayer where you're not necessarily going to be shooting at each other. It I don't know what it's trying to be exactly. I think we're going to learn more as we 
way like I, I still don't even know necessarily what the objectives are it just seems like a big mass survival game like like if you started a minecraft server that was like limited in size and just threw 32 people in there and said go on there bucko boys have some fun bucko hmm. boys i just like the song in the trailer guys it was stuck in my head all while i was in tahoe and it was grand well, I was going to say, like, I like the trailer just because, like, the... Uh, I guess this is the earliest point in the Fallout timeline. It is. But I really like that, it, and I think it's... Believe, I believe it's set in West Virginia. It is. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just like that there was, like, more, like, wildlife and, like, actually things going on, and it wasn't just, look, a wasteland. It's like, boy, yeah. the wasteland looks really boring, actually. Yeah, so that that's probably one of my biggest problems overall with the Fallout series is that I just can't get into it because I'm just like, these these broken buildings are infinite and i'm just kind of tired of them so it would be nice to have them in the hills of west virginia mm-hmm. and people were like why didn't they nuke west virginia and the developers were like who the fuck would nuke west virginia <laughs> yeah seriously it's got who does that <laughs> don't do that um yeah i'm not even the biggest fallout fan but i just i don't know it's it's an interesting new one i'm excited for it and you know we'll see um let's see here uh i think i'm not the only one who checked out some of that their death stranding 10 minutes or so trailer i oh god that is one of the few trailers i watched in its entirety and i'm just like is this is this just a game where you're playing as a carrier is that the game let's maybe analyze what's happened here because we we have norman reedus walking around at some pretty mountains we've uh we've Mm -hmm. got some celestial floating bodies uh, we've got some other person he's interacting with who has a very stylish umbrella. Uh, mm-hmm. Then she eats a worm slowly. And um, there's there's rain, I believe. And I think we got the baby's butt this time. And yes, we did. Up. I see. Okay, good to know. Good to keep track. <laughs> okay, so a couple thoughts from me on this was... I feel like every trailer I watch of Death Stranding, I actually understand less about what the hell is going on. <laughs> Somehow, know. telling me more about this game makes me sit there and go, okay, what? Um, I, I have no idea. Like, I don't know what this game is. That's why I'm like... I, I have a theory. Fun? Okay, okay. I, theory I have a theory, and I, I read this off a Twitter post, and the more I thought about it, the more it, it kind of clicked all, is that basically... In whatever future, whatever world, there's the time fall, which is that rain that when it falls, it causes time to rapidly pass. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And what's happening is there's a but like people can't build civilizations or shelters to stop this. So they need these couriers to walk in between things to deliver goods. And if you get caught out there, your time rapidly advances and you become one of these invisible, like oily, inky things that are crawling around. But Norman Reedus, or sorry, uh, Sam has the baby with him. So if ever Sam dies, the baby, you know, the baby is sitting there and it's a clone of him that is then hit by timefall that then rapidly ages back up to a certain age so he can continue his mission. And it's like, oh, it's like, what the, what the fuck, Kojima? Yeah, that is is definitely a what the fuck. That's my that's my best guess, and like looking back at the original trailer, dude, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, I don't even know why does he need to use the baby to avoid the oily things? Because then he gets stuck in the past or something. I don't know. 
I mean, this is all a theory, so so Adam could be wrong, I, I hate to say. It's, it's a possibility. You dare say I'm wrong about something that I have, like, absolutely no idea about? How dare you? I'm sorry, Adam. Uh, what were you guys... Yeah. Do you guys have any thoughts about Death Stranding? I, uh, yeah, I just watch it and I go like, well, that was interesting, yes. Like, I think I told you, at this point, I'm... I don't want to say I'm worried, but my thoughts are, we've given Kojima a lot of money to do something in a way he's never really done before using i think it's its own engine yeah so i'm it's, excited it's using the engine from worried. horizon zero dawn whoa oh, okay but okay it, that's cool but i agree i think you and i were saying it's like it's weird to let everybody's like oh man kojima is this giant auteur like he's this great artist but it's like yeah but he's also got some really fucking weird ideas and i'm not even sure what's going on now like well, yeah all, all i know is that death stranding is going to be a very strange game well mm-hmm. like with me some of the best art and some of the best artists you know they they don't work in a vacuum right like they have other people working with them and my biggest fear is we might get kind of a kind of a george lucas prequel situation where it's just like go crazy you're right about everything and it's just like maybe not maybe just yeah. you know give him an editing because even uh. his past games even so i love metal gear solid but there are some scenes that needed some heavy editing that like didn't get it you know and yeah, i'm worried pulling right. the editor out is what might happen and i want to see that i want to see it i just don't know if it's going to be good that's where i'm at so, right now so i think with like i think death stranding is is going to be different from say like from george lucas's prequels because george lucas is actually kind of like a boring filmmaker he doesn't do a lot of really interesting stuff and it was other people that were adding the interesting to his to his work whereas kojima is just like off in outer space and people need to rein him in yeah like that's kind of where i'm at where yeah so i i'm i i am 100 guaranteed that death stranding will be interesting it'll have something to say oh yeah i don't i it's doubt just a matter that, of i what, don't doubt yeah it's, i it, don't doubt that it won't be interesting i'm wondering like what the hell do you do in the game yeah, like, it, it's going to be a matter of whether or not the game is good. Yeah, because I, I was talking to Ian, and it's like, at this point, I almost want it to just be a movie. Like, <laughs> I've kind of had enough, like, and even the quote-unquote gameplay sections they showed in this trailer were like, that still tells me nothing. I you, You're actually, you're actually kind of underselling me on this. Like, I just, I'm starting to not care, if that makes sense, because of mm. how confused I am at this. Mm. Yeah. Even though I'm still kind of excited, it's like, Instead of actively being excited, I'm kind of more in that. I'm gonna put this on the back burner because fuck it, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that. Oh. Do you got so... any? Do you got any more, Drew? Or I might pull a few off my list. I got, I got one that might be on your list. It might be on Zach's list. I, I actually don't think it'll be on Zach's list, but um, it might be. It Zach, might be. how do you feel about Kingdom Hearts three and me getting my <gasps> I, reward? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you got your reward, Drew. How exciting! Um, oh, so it turns out oh, I did Zach. put it. I, I put I put Kingdom Hearts three and five question marks. That's that is my entry on the Whoa. list. Whoa, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts three five question marks. How did you know the subtitle of the game? <laughs> there is a question mark for Sora, Riku, Kyrie, Axel, and King Mickey. Oh, oh no, King Mickey's back. <laughs> I mean, of course Drew, he's back. What did you think about Kingdom Hearts three? Um, the trailer, the two trailers. Well. I know in one of the trailers we saw some we saw some Disney characters come back and my god does it look fucking beautiful. Um, Dude, 
every time they show off New World, it's like, this looks gorgeous. Like, when it started, I was not on board with the art style whatsoever. I was like, this is some weird semi-claymation shit. I'm not really feeling it. They have clearly perfected their shaders. They are they are getting that thing to work. And, you know, Frozen World looks Did you not like what you didn't like the way the, the previous games looked? No, I, I like the way I like the way the previous games looked a lot. I'm talking about the development of three. Like, oh, oh, gotcha. I gotcha. Like that was actually part of what was making me a little tripped out. It's like the way the previous games looked was so distinctive in this kind of cel-shaded, really interesting style. And the way they were going with the more realistic, more kind of 3D look, I was very I'm not really feeling this weird kind of blocky looking Sora, but as it's evolved, as the engine's gotten better, like, like Frozen's world looks beautiful, uh, Rapunzel's world looks beautiful, they, they are doing Pirates of the Caribbean, and it actually looks good, like, it, mm-hmm. in one of the trailers, it has a shot where it pans around Jack Sparrow's face, and you see his yeah. face, and it's like, oh shit, they actually did it, it actually so- looks good! <laughs> So, fun fact, uh, when me and... So, they, they showed that one onto the Sony show, and me and Ian were watching that. And he's not even that into Kingdom Hearts 3, but, but him and I both just kind of losing it over how good it looked. And I was like, that looks exactly like him! I was like, wow, that looks great! Yeah, I, I saw that as well, and I was just like... I Honestly, I felt like... Uh, I looked at it and thought, wow, that is a really excellent rendition of Jack Sparrow. And then we cut to Sora and I'm like, okay, art style whiplash. Thank you. No, he looked, he looked good in that one. Mm. I mean, that's kind of the, that's the thing with the, the live action ones is that it's, it's a live action thing versus a more cartoony one. It it always kind of looks that way, but I feel like they integrated them really well in this one. Mm -hmm. Much better than in two. How about that? In two, Uh, it's mm -hmm. like, whoa, what is going on here? But here I'm like, yeah, 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 you're on the pirate ship. And there's that guy, he had the cards in the second game. And oh man, it looks like Kyrie and Axel are buds. And oh shit, Riku's talking to himself. And Aqua's norted. And there's a lot of lore implications. But everybody shut up. <laughs> Look, gummy ships are back. Shut okay. Up. That was Go the important shut bit. Shut up. I mean, gummy ships were going to come back. They were in two, so they're going to be in three. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't have so to. They I do. Out. So the thing about Aqua being norted, sorted, dorted? Mm-hmm. Norted. Norted. They, so th- that term comes from the character Xehanort getting I, a dark form of him. I don't know why everybody's... I, free, like, I had I to know. learn about this. So really, I had to educate about this because I was watching a pro ZD video oh yeah i've seen this one uh-huh. where he was where he was doing that and then he was someone getting snorted and i just like asked my discord and they were like this is what it is and i was like oh okay it's just now i i completely understand that video now it's funnier now yeah kingdom hearts is weird like that <laughs> oh i know but i don't know Adam, I you're am... acting you're acting like i'm not like some bizarre like half acolyte into the the cult that is kingdom hearts because of uh watching all that I did with Drew that one time. Ah, ye have only watched. <laughs> ye only have half of your kingdom heart, oh. not the whole thing. You gotta play him. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, every time I see Kingdom Hearts 3, it really makes me want to play the series again. And I, I don't know. I might do that at some point. I, I'm really excited mm-hmm. for the 3. Mm-hmm. Um, Get, so... that bundle. Get that bundle. Before you go, Zach, I have one final one. Th- final game that i think we should all oh i have about. i have other games as um, well but please yeah please continue. I, I had a couple as well i wanted to bring up i just but go ahead drew 
So for those of you that tuned into the Devolver conference, and you all should have, <gasps> should have. I hope I know oh, what he's talking man. about. Mm-hmm. Turns out that we are fortunate enough to live in an age when we are going to get a remastered, reinvigorated uh, Metal Wolf Chaos. Oh right! Yeah, <laughs> fucking Metal Wolf Chaos! I'm so excited. <laughs> That's I such love- a joke. I love that it's happening. I don't know why, but I'm excited. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it is this is the year of the comebacks of I don't know why, but I just feel excited. Now now for context, Metal Metal Wolf Chaos is a weird as hell and I, I only know so much about it, but it is a weird as hell game. I believe it was only only available in Japan, uh, where you you have a giant mech and it's about saving the president, but no, 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 the you. It is the president versus the vice president. Yeah, oh, that's okay. That's right. Metal Wolf Chaos. I'm not caught up on the lore of this. So game. so true. <laughs> in Metal Wolf Chaos, you play as the president of the United States, mm-hmm. where. The vice president of the United States has gone traitor and rogue, and you duel in meccas. That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm, very, sorry. I'm very excited for that one. It's pretty cool. I, yeah, it's, again, it's it's just this these, like, games where I'm just like, why are you bringing this back? I'm super excited, but, like, what, what, what brought this on? Well, friendo, mm-hmm. if you watch the Devolver Conference, you'll understand why. You'll get it. <laughs> they have a full explanation for why this game's coming back. And did it's they? beautiful. Oh, okay. They kind it's... of. They do. They do. They're okay, I'll, go, I'll so, go check that out. So speaking of games that are coming back, and I don't really know why, but I feel like I should be excited, is uh, uh, Beyond Good and Evil's coming back. They got another trailer for that. Uh, yeah! Jade's going to be in it. A young Jade's yeah! going to be in it. I still, like, I kind of, I don't know if it'll be as good as the original. I, I, I never played the original, so I, I'm glad people were excited about it showing up. Uh, I just didn't really have any like stake in the game kind of this like, yeah eh, neato yeah um, so I, I just wanted to it. mention it um it's another one of those games and oh. then um i'm looking at right let's go Here. with the big one cyberpunk 2077 got a trailer oh yeah. that's fucking right I, damn that was a good I'm, trailer damn that was i'm a good really trailer. excited for cyberpunk 2077 uh every once in a while so when the first trailer showed up or since the first trailer showed up every once in a while I'll go watch that original one just to kind of get myself re-excited. I was not expecting a new trailer to show up at this show. I didn't expect it to be that good. I'm really excited for the, like, Cyberpunk 2077. I like the way they introduced it, too, where it kind of got, like, they hacked the Microsoft show. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, just... Have you guys read any of the details about it? I know uh... that um, there are, like, hidden URL messages inside the trailer if you slow it down, and it'll, like, get you to, like, little, like, concept art and whatnot. Yeah. So, Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be a first-person shooter. Yep. So, it's all from first person. It's heavily in um, based around character customization, being able to augment yourself or put modifications in. It's got the CD Projekt, like, mass, like, expanding story thing. Where, like, you know, you can do this quest line and it has, like, four or five, like, ways to do it that branch out multiple times. Um, it, uh, let's see, it's got a bunch of stuff about, like, all the different districts of the city and, like, how you'll be influencing each one as you progress. I don't really know what the main story is beyond, hey, you're playing as a hacker who has kind of just shown up and, hey, here I am, doing stuff. Mm. Yeah. I, you know, I hope it's pretty good. CG Project Red as a, uh... They have a tendency to put out really high quality titles. I don't 
I haven't played the Witcher series, so I don't have any like personal attachment to it. Mm-hmm. So again, I hear high praise, and I do have the box for for The Witcher Three. The box? Just the box, no game. <laughs> yeah, I I had it on my shelf for a while, and I was like, yeah, maybe I should play The Witcher Three. And then I opened it, and there was no disc inside. Whoa! Huh? How did that happen? Yeah. Huh? Is an Weird. appropriate phrase. Did you? Uh, did yeah, I've heard and a lot. It just didn't come with it. Like what? I it was. I, I have no idea. I forgot how I got the box. I see. I see. Uh, I'm gonna I see. steal the. I'm gonna steal it and just kind of finish the last things off my off my list. Go uh, for it, my it. dude. Uh, the last one that uh, one of the ones I was really excited about was this little game called Tunic. Tunic is this little. It's basically it's a Zelda clone. Uh, there's no other way of saying it, but Tunic is a Zelda clone. Hmm. And we are playing as this little fox on a mysterious island and. I don't know why, but that really stuck out to me. I really like the art style. It's got kind of that isometric, um, kind of blocky look to it. Um, it. I don't know. I'm always down for like more Zelda-style games. So I was really excited for that one. Did either of you see that one? I did not, actually. Uh, or I, I might that, have, but forgot it. Was it was one of those the... games, and Microsoft does this every year, where they kind of show a bunch of games really quick. So I had to go, I like, saw it, and I had to go like to their website and find a trailer later. Hmm. But I was pretty excited for that one. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the last two were I was really excited for Damon Machina. Damon Machina is a mech, a high speed mech game on the Switch that they showed off, and I'm a little disappointed because when I first saw it, I thought it was a new Armored Core. Oh, that is disappointing. But it's not a new Armored Core. Close enough, actually. It, it looks Ooh. really good. That's that's good. Uh, that's solid. It's got a bunch of different customization stuff. It's got it. The gameplay looked really good from what they were showing. I'd be interested to see more how it how it plays, like if it's more mission like Armor Core, but it looks neat. Mm-hmm. And the last game on my list that I'm kind of surprised neither of you mentioned was Smash Ultimate. Yeah. I'm really excited for Smash Ultimate. I now have a Switch, so now I can buy Smash, and I'm like, fuck yeah. yes! Fuck yes! I, Smash! I want to call our buddy Matt to get his opinion on it, because I haven't chatted with him yet. Mm-hmm. But when they revealed that it's like, oh yeah, everyone is in like every character is here i don't that kind of blew me away i didn't think they'd bring everyone back oh man Mm -hmm. i you know i heard they were bringing everyone back then they're gonna bring in the octolings i think they showed that in the previous trailer and And like they even bring in new guys like ridley they go bring riddles in good old riddles good old riddles (laughs) there's really not much to say about smash ultimate then yeah that's exactly what i wanted pretty much yeah yeah just just give me everything kind of where i'm at as well i i'm really interested to see what gameplay or mechanics changes they've made they made a really big to do about how they've changed all the final smashes but i kind of want to see what other like smaller things do like did people get new moves could you do this so i don't know i'm really excited for smash ultimate Um, you know if mm -hmm. you're interested in and there was a bit oh go ahead i was gonna say uh after their showing, I believe they had a tournament with certain players, and like there were people commenting on certain changes. Apparently, Bayonetta's been fixed up a little bit. She's a little less... <clears throat> I, I don't want to say OP, but apparently her moveset got mixed around. Apparently, Riddles is over- overpowered as hell. Um, that, make, that makes sense for him showing up immediately and being a little overpowered. They'll probably... Uh, Smash has a thing of like, here's the new character. They're mad busted. We're gonna tone them down in a minute. Yeah. I so, mean, I'm just excited uh, for Ice Climbers to be back. That, that's a yeah, yeah. Oh, they're back. <laughs> but yeah, that's everything off my list. Uh, so, I kind of assumed some of the stuff on mine would be on your guys's. I uh, indeed, and some of it was. 
but I have two, technically mm-hmm. three, but that's just because um, I just wrote lesbian kissing. Oh, <laughs> oh for uh, Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, apparently, I-, I watched it. It is actually an insanely good kissing scene, and that is very hard to do. So it is absolutely impressive on that team they were able to pull that to- pull that pull that together. On a I level. like that. That was the thing that everybody took away from that from that trailer. Yeah, I don't know. That kind of surprised me. There's like. Well, no, I think nothing else about the game. I guess that was the big kind of like yeah, I think moment of the trailer. I think the big moment of the trailer is just holy crap! Their animation team can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, and apparently, yeah, they can. Um, but the other two that I want to talk about, well, okay, then there's the small Octopath Traveler is getting a release date and might have already been released. Um, uh, Octopath Traveler is July thirteenth. Yep. So what is real that? soon. That is a JRPG where you play as eight different people. Octopath. Also, talking about the Squid Kids. My bad. Talking no. about so, Zach. Fun fact: each of the eight characters, if you take the first letter of each of their names, spells the word Octopath. Oh God, Adam, why? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so moving moving forward from this moment. Um, so the the two ones I actually want to talk about a bit is uh, Call of Cthulhu got a game. Oh yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. I'm at like 90% chance that thing's going to have uh, sanity mechanics. And I'm like, fucking sanity mechanics, we're in the zone. And it's not like that half-baked sanity mechanic that Bloodborne had. Mm. Insight. I didn't say it was half-baked. It, it wasn't half-baked. It uh, worked for the game it was in. It was half-baked and conceptual level. I, I liked how I became more insane as the game progressed. Thank you very much. Listen, man. Harumph. Sanity mechanics should fuck you up and not just show you cool stuff. I'm sorry. I saw a giant lo- lobster hanging from a building. That was kind of Did you up. ever try to find a brain and then say, hey, with 40 insight, you're going to get frenzied real quick? Oh, real, real quick. <laughs> uh, I will agree. Um, while I don't think it was half-baked, I think it was more... I think the word I would use is it was underutilized. Yeah. Um, but I am excited for the Call of Cthulhu game. I am really excited because I remember the old one that came out that was like fucking half jank, half actual game yeah. that barely ran. So I'm very excited to see this one. Yeah. So I am, again, I'm also excited to see like a full done Call of Cthulhu game. It looks like it's going to be well polished. Um, and again, I'm looking forward to sanity mechanics that are just going to wreck you as a player. Um, I hope they delete your save file like uh, Eternal Darkness did. Oh, God. That's so bad. Uh, the other thing I, I want to mention is I actually, I didn't even see it until very recently, is the Knights, Knights and Bikes by Double Fine. That was actually shown mm. at E3. It is a game in which you play as a couple of kids, and it's basically like Double Fine does an Earthbound. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. I've never seen the Kickstarter for that years ago. I didn't. And this is the first time I've heard of it. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, this is so, this is like, this is right in Double Fine Strike Zone. Hmm. So I'm... I don't know. I'm kind of iffy on Double Fine. Like, the last few games haven't been, like, the greatest. Kind of like... Yeah, I I do kind of agree. They're they're kind of... They're they're not, like, on a 100% hit rate. But I think... I have Mm -hmm. the feeling Knights and Bikes... Or I I hope it'll be a good game. Yeah. It's Uh, got the cool Double Fine art style. And I'm really behind that. Yeah, I think the kids playing fantasy in like the neighborhood is a good angle for double fine i think mm-hmm. they can pull that off so i am excited to see what that what they do with that yep boy that took a long time it did <laughs> it should we did. move on to our next question I, I think it's time i think it's time to get to our next question um 
Unless really there's are. any final tidbits, and if there are, we've got roundups later. But our 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 next question is: uh, What was missing from E3 this year, guys? Uh, can I can I just read yeah. what's on the uh, what's on the docket you prepared for us, Drew? I mean, why don't Drew read it? Okay, I Drew, mean, why don't you read it for us? <laughs> um, well, I would just say what we have here is: Was anything missing? Metroid Prime Four question mark mm-hmm. Metroid Could Prime mm-hmm. Metroid Prime Four question mark mm-hmm. uh, Metroid Prime Four question mark or mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. a spinoff or a spinoff mobile game uh, for Metroid Prime Four question mark um, mm-hmm. So I I think the core of what I'm asking you guys is uh, <laughs> where the fuck is Samus? <laughs> what is know. going on? <laughs> hey hey she was in Smash. Got got everyone was in Smash Adam. Everyone was in Smash. Riddles was in Smash. Uh, I I will be honest. Smash Four not being on. While I loved the Nintendo show this year, it was weird because they were missing a ton of stuff. Like where the hell was Metroid Prime Four? Where the hell was Bayo Three? Where was that Yoshi game on the Switch they announced when the Switch got announced? Where were any of these things? I feel like they were just like, hey, look how cool Smash is. Please pay attention to nothing like, else. I, I, <laughs> think, I think Nintendo's like, you know what the American audience likes? They like Smash and nothing else. That's well, not true. I, I wouldn't say it's the, just the American audience. Nintendo right. has this thing of they only show games off when... And Reggie was talking about this in an interview. They only show games off when they feel the game is ready. In the case for Smash 4, they wanted to let people know they were working on it, mm-hmm. which is fine. But but now that people know about it, it'd be nice to know a little bit more about it. Right. Like, what is it? Or, hell, that Bayo 3 only has a trailer. Can we see more of that? Or... That Yoshi game you guys talked about, I want, I want a Yoshi game. Where is it though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm so, like Nintendo has a bunch of good games they've got on the docket. They just didn't talk about them except for yeah, Smash. I agree. Twenty minutes of Smash was a bit, a bit nuts. Um, did they show yeah. off anything? I'm trying else? to think what else. Uh, did they? They had Animal Crossing. Did they? Nope. They had a new Fire Emblem. They oh, Fire Emblem right. three houses. Right, right. They've got the three houses. I, it's, it's gonna be on the Switch, right? Yeah. Yeah, I will probably play that. I played the last one, and it was like, people didn't like it, generally speaking, and I thought it was okay. So if the next one's good, then I'll, I'll get that. Oh, I might try out Three Houses. I, I've been playing a lot of that mobile game, so I'm like, you know what? I, I could go back into a mainline Fire Emblem game. Yeah. Uh, for games that were missing for me, uh, you know, of course, the three that I just listed, and I agree with Drew, Metroid Prime 4 being gone is weird. Um, where the hell is FF7 Remake? You know... <laughs> Like, like where the hell question. is... That's you guys showed off, a, like, a really nice kind of gameplay trailer. I would have expected to see another, like, chunk of maybe that just that first area. It's just to let me know, hey, FF7 Remake, still coming. Maybe TGS, Tokyo Game Show, maybe? Maybe. Maybe Gamescom. I don't know. Uh, they, they keep putting out reports that, hey, you know, we are hiring, we are getting people ready for it. And like, okay, okay, I know, and I know, but it's like, damn it, where is it? Don't tease me like this, friend. <laughs> then again, FF15 took a long time to show up. I, I would rather yeah. they get it right than, like, spam Ugh. something out really quick. Because they have a history with Final Fantasy VII of just being like, Look, it's Cloud and his buddies. Please give us money now. Yes, hooray. Mm. And, you know, maybe they don't want to do that. Maybe maybe they want to do a little bit more time and energy. No, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Wait a Why? second. No, this is this is Square Enix being classic Square Enix of I'm going to make a game for 12 years and then release something that's kind of jank. Hey, 
Okay, now. 15 was kind of jank. <laughs> uh, I don't think it was kind of jank. Oh, oh no. what? I no, played I, that I game. Didn't, I know, I beat that game. It, it, I didn't think it was jank. I thought it worked perfectly fine. Uh... I, I would say that I think FF7 Remake will come out quicker than 15 because I believe they're using the same engine as 15. Also, I which believe they're going means episodic that they... with it. I believe they're going uh, episodic yeah, with it. Yeah, they're being episodic with it. I, I think Remake will... I think it'll come out faster if only because they have more experience on this one engine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you saw a lot of like stuff come out like post for FF15 as they like just kind of did more and more with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I, just, I didn't think 15 was jank. I thought it worked perfectly fine. I... Well, I, we can agree to disagree, Adam. It's okay. I'll give you a hug from across the internet. Aww. I, I don't know. You don't mean I'm to make it a big you, thing. I'm hugging you, Adam. <laughs> okay. That's an aggressive hug I'm getting. I know. Like I, I'm actually curious what, what you thought was jank about it, but we can talk about that later. I, we can Make talk it about our that after later. segment. Yeah, we can mm. do it in the after segment. Um, mm. What else do you guys think was missing? Uh, I so, honestly, I I was kind of good. I was just missing Metroid Prime Four. Zach, what about you? You you missing anything? I tend not to enter E3 with expectations, so I don't. I I tend not to have anything I'm like missing from E3. Mm-hmm. And, and there wasn't like mm-hmm. like I have some pet games that I usually get excited about, and mm-hmm. I recently got a bunch of them. So I'm like, oh, I'm not like I'm not looking for a new civilization. I just played Persona Five, like. Uh, yeah <laughs> i'm not really looking for anything right now mm-hmm. no I that's I, fair i guess i'd be curious to know what uh ninja theory is up to now that they've capped off since he was sacrificed like i don't know what they're up to now but i'm assuming they're making something yeah yeah but it's like i'm not really like expecting them to put out anything because like they put up senua's sacrifice a year ago mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know they'll, they'll put up a trailer when they have another game ready to go and, and like that's same true. with the near automata team uh fucking what is their name platinum platinum same with the, yeah like the next yoko taro title like i'm not expecting anything from there they put up the last game a year ago yeah that's fair that's fair, that's fair. Uh, i guess the question was more like there was stuff that was announced there's like it's kind of surprising that didn't show up here hmm. i guess so should we move on to the next question i think it's time yeah sure uh our next question boys and girls is how would you compare this year's showing to those of the past? Better, worse, noticeably different? What are your thoughts? I would, I'd say, I'd say this one is middle of the road. It's, mm. it's pretty good. It was a pretty good one. Uh, there was nothing like earth shattering like showing up this year. Um, I, I think definitely the Kingdom Hearts three trailer got a lot of people excited. I think DMC five definitely got a lot. Like people are really excited. I. I'm actually really shocked how many people are excited for DMC5. Um, so I think that was a pretty cool one. But there have been years where they had dropped like multiple like big, big things. This one was pretty good. I am glad everything that came out is coming out. Yeah. That's what I'll say about it. This is I feel like there's there's I have the feeling this year has some games that uh don't seem that massive or maybe they do seem that kind of massive but like the overall show felt kind of like middle of the road it was pretty cool but i think there are some games that are just going to be bombs when they actually hit the ground mm-hmm. uh like, like bombs as determined like they're like, gonna be big or bombs is gonna flop i think either or like you have anthem they announced anthem and they like they, they showed that a bunch and i think that game's probably gonna flop can i, can I admit uh, something I don't care about Anthem. I I have seen see, this trailers, is... I've seen footage, and I don't see the appeal. So, so what Drew is, is talking about right here is exactly why Anthem is going to flop. Mm-hmm. But 
like exactly like that's the, that's the problem is that you look at anthem and you look at the gameplay and you're just like this i could get this by playing destiny i could get better shooting out of like overwatch and everybody's already playing overwatch why would i play anthem so uh for sick calm chats like that trailer showed off yeah i guess um but yeah so but i think i think if sekiro shadows die twice ends up being a very good combat focused game that could be a total bomb i think uh if ghost of tsushima ends up being red dead but samurais that could be a fucking bomb cyberpunk 2077 could be a fucking bomb it's basically guaranteed to be a fucking bomb uh yeah like kingdom hearts 3 is gonna be a big deal when it comes out so there are big games that got announced and like death stranding whatever the fuck it ends up being it'll be interesting <laughs> so like i think there's a lot of like interesting games that are getting announced but mm. i have the feeling it's sort of like the presentation of them this year was just like not quite as hot and I think you didn't get as many of the giant titles like uh, like a, maybe mm. a Call of Duty or something. Or maybe they did, I think. Yeah, they announced a Call of Duty. They did do a Call of Duty. They announced a Call of Duty. Battle Royale mode, Zach. And they're gonna oh. have and they're gonna have uh, loot boxes and they'll probably be predatory loot boxes. Yeehaw! I mean, do they have loot boxes? I thought they well, were done with those. Uh, Call I, of Duty, Activision's keeping yeah. them. Activision's keeping know. their loot box systems. Uh, everybody, right, well. the, the, yeah, that was the other theme of this show was. Uh, Everybody but Activision did not want to have anything to do with loot boxes. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with some parts of what you're saying. I, I think there was just a lot of big things that got shown off that no one particular thing like really stood out. Yeah, th- there was no, there were no giant standouts. Drew, what were your thoughts and feelings? You know, my, my thoughts are, it seems like we have a lot of, E3 is almost like a progress report at this point, right? Like, like you'll see a game and you know it's not going to come out for a few years, like Death Stranding. And so the next couple of E3s are just going to be like the general, like, hey, it's looking better. Hey, it's looking better. And we kind of got that for Kingdom Hearts and Death Stranding. Uh, and then I guess we got the first look at some stuff, but we know it's not coming for a long time. So it's sort of like, I'm excited, but... I'm, I almost feel like I'm just jaded, right? Like, mm. I don't know what it's going to look like. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair. Like, E3, despite being, like, super exciting that all these things come out, it does kind of put a damper on it when you think consider the fact, the fact that a lot of these games aren't going to be out for a long time. So your excitement now doesn't have any, like, payoff in for a really long time kind of deal. It's true. Right. True facts. True life facts. Well, I mean, I guess um, there's Smash hype because Smash is going to come out right. Well, really yeah, fast. yeah. And Smash and that's one thing I actually really do appreciate about Nintendo is that when they show off a game, it generally means it's coming out pretty quick. Yeah. Hmm. Um You know what? That that's kind of why say, I'm more surprised. Mm-hmm. I would say that this year's E3 I wasn't stoked. I wasn't like really excited and hungry, but I was satisfied. I was like, "Cool. We got new stuff coming." I'm, I'm yeah. happy with this. I, I got what I needed out of it. I would say it's not the best, but certainly kept me entertained. Yep. Yeah. That's where I'm yeah. at. That's where I'm at, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do we want to skip that last one? Because that one doesn't really feel like a good yeah, note to yeah, end no, on. No, just let, go let, into the let, design let's, club. Let's, cap that. Let's, let's not do that. Um, how about instead, um, is there anything else you want to say about E3? Any Anything else? Or do you want to just get to design club? Yeah, just go to design club. I think I'm good. Yeah, All design right, club everybody. sounds like a good place to go. All right, everybody. Well then, exactly.
So, Design Club, <clears throat> you are a hot billion dollar company getting ready to put on the showing for E3. You have a big, you have a couple of big games coming up and one or two surprises. What would you do to make a big splash at this year's E3? What are so, those games? Short, um, make them up. Make them up. The okay. idea is you are putting together a show for E3. How do you do it to grab the attention of everybody in the room and everyone on the <laughs> internet? Possibly everyone on Twitter. Maybe even your grandma. I don't know. Okay. 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 I got it, boys. Stealing for I'm going to I am going to promote my new Tomb Raider game. And so I get everybody into the Microsoft show floor and then I release a pack of wolves while the trailer oh. plays in the background. <laughs> oh, That'll no. be remember. That ought to get you hyped. You got to be remember. Remember when you survived? All right. I, I got this. I I have the best possible idea. So uh, I have a new game coming out. Our our company has a new game coming out. It's called. It is. It's a. Uh, it's it's an RPG. But the twist in the mechanics is that players can leave messages for each other like you would in like a Dark Souls game. Mm-hmm. And so, what we're gonna do at the E3 conference is we're gonna do a little presentation where we put messages on the ground that players can tell you things like "Go left" or. Look up at Sunman. Other mm. and other odd constructed messages that you can do, like you would in a Souls game, and they'll just be but, scattered around the arena, uh, scattered around the floor, and then we'll have somebody on the stage just run across one and read it. I like hmm. it. Nice that won't be cringy. Like no, that's super know. cringy. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like I that idea. That I don't know. Work. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like an actual answer for. Uh, for this because God, what game would i show up i don't know drew you go give me words okay so it's time to bust out the gamer fuel ladies and gentlemen <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh no so you enter the conference room right and this is as you already know the next halo the next halo i'm, I'm microsoft it's the next halo and the seats are empty but every seat has a two liter bottle of orange mountain dew gamer fuel <laughs> and inside each bottle is a little waterproof yeah. laminated card with a code yeah. for the demo for the next Halo game that we are going to show you the trailer for while you're chugging down your gamer fuel. What yeah, up? yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. my I'll god! <laughs> I'll take my money now, Microsoft. <laughs> oh man! But don't stop there, gamers. <laughs> Look under your bag. It's a bag of Doritos. <gasps> On oh each Doritos bag has a code for premium DLC bonus XP. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Oh. Uh, if I were to show a really cool show for a game, only the idea I had right now was it'd be neat if you could... So you have the show, and it's at the very end, and it'd kind of be like how they did Cyberpunk, you know, where they kind of hacked the show. But as they're closing, all of the lights kind of go off, and, you know, they play these, like, rumbling sounds, like, oh, no, what's going on? We're under attack! And then on the big screen, it's like, oh, let's see what's going on outside. And it pops up, and boy, is it a new trailer for Armored Core. And it's, like, kind of taking place around <laughs> where the where the uh, the show floor is. So it's like, oh, the show floor is under attack, and there are these Armored Cores going around protecting it. And all the bangs and booms are going off. Just to make you feel like, oh, you're in the building kind of thing that's that's being yeah. protected. I, I don't actually, know. I think that'd be kind of like sick. That, that is like that, that is an awesome setup. That is an awesome. I feel like you'd scare a couple people. <laughs> probably. You probably scare you a have, good number of people. You might have like a War of the World situation going on there, where people take it too seriously. Huh. So people start running out of the theater. Mass chaos ensues, and then you just sort of I stare at the crowd and go, real. "Oh dear." Yeah, hmm. yeah. You'd have to play like a giant, like, "Do not panic." 
don't panic and make it like really obvious that this is a game trailer, not a actual yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like uh, big fake UI stereotypical. I'll I, I, be honest. Whenever I think of these things, I always think of like how would I how would I want the trailer for the game I want to see like to show up? Does that make more sense? Not like the big show, but if like if I if this game were to come out, what would I want the trailer to be like? So you would yeah. want to focus around the uh, uh, game trail, like the viewing experience. Yeah, like I always, I don't know. Maybe this is just me being kind of kind of weird, but I was like, if I ever, did, if I wanted a Bloodborne two like announcement trailer, all I would want is like for the screen to go like dark. You just kind of hear the, like the sounds of Yarnum kind of coming up, and then all of a sudden, boom! Giant blood moon on the state on the screen, and anybody who knows what that is knows immediately what that is. Oh kinda yeah, deal. and he's like, I think that'd be super sick. Like the really like subtle it. trailers. Those are pretty. Yeah. Those those can be super hype. Um, like mm-hmm. like uh, the Metroid Four one, right? The mm-hmm. initial announcement yeah, trailer. Yeah, like as soon as you knew what it was, you just got more and more excited. See, I think yeah. I would want to put a little bit more showmanship into it because, like, if you have people coming out to the conference, then you, you kind of want to make it more than just a big pretty trailer, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I just jazz it up. Like, you're right. A pack of wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, find some way to include that crowd, damn it. Throw the wolves at them. Mm. <gasps> you guys ever Instead see the movie, of throwing uh, them to the wolves, you throw the wolves at them? I like that, Zach. Did That's you guys ever see the issue. movie uh, Blade? Just start raining blood on everybody. Oh, <laughs> oh God, it's oh. like Blood Rave. So, you know what? I uh, but no, I, I think like actually that. an interesting way of doing it is if you can find some way to like grab people out of the crowd and then just like include them in the uh, in whatever stage thing you're doing. That would be an interesting mm. way of uh, adding some excitement. See, I will say this, though. I feel like this line of thought is how we get Cirque du Soleil at the Microsoft shows. Oh, yeah. I know. It's how we Nobody get to Nobody remembers that, but that's how they introduced the Connect. It's like a Cirque du Soleil show. It's like, I did not, oh, boy. All right. I did not remember that. I just think of them as the guys that bring the cars. Like, apparently that's mm. a thing they do. I, I mean, I guess, I guess the last option is you just mimic Devolver Digital. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes you do like uh basically just just do what they do but try not to steal too much because oh god they're a gem please they're such them. a gem <laughs> well i think i'm out of ideas for the design club you guys got any more I, yeah I'm, I'm, out. I'm done i'm out i think we've done it i think we've done what needs to be done um we've done it. i think i think it's time for a final round of toasts and pour outs for e3 2018 uh, i got one i got one to kick us off i'd like to mm. give a toast to the beautiful, the glorious Andrew WK, who came over to the E3 conference to do a do a little sing-along to his song, Get Ready to Die, for Rage 2. Which oh, I yeah. care nothing for Rage 2, but I do love Andrew WK, and I'm, I'm happy to see him on stage having a good time. So, yeah. here's to you, bud. Here's to you. Uh, hmm, what might I say? I have a toast for uh, Smash Ultimate, because I was really excited when Ridley showed up. Uh, I wasn't expecting yeah. him to show up. I was like, yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give a toast to. You know, I'm gonna do hat. Hats off. Hats off to uh, Cyberpunk 2077. That looks like a really nice trailer. Mm. Yeah, that was probably off. Fedora's, Fedora's off. off. Oh, no. Please no. <laughs> I put that fedora away, and I will never be taking it back. My game. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I also give a toast to Cyberpunk 2077. I was not expecting to see that at all this year, and I was very excited mm-hmm. for that one. That's yeah. true. But yeah, I think that's everything I had to say, and then yep, so what are we doing next week? I'm at. Well, before we get to that, we all have to learn something very important, Adam. <gasps> oh. Mm. oh there's, a moral, there's a moral to this story. 
Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson. Remember, if you want to talk about E3, you have to watch the videos first, or else you won't have any context and you'll just be talking out of your ass. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Please tell me that wasn't from, like, actual experience. I did watch a bunch of trailers, so... Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Zach. And thank you, listener, for coming by, for listening to us chat about E3, and just being so damn cool. You're, you're so damn cool. We, we really appreciate hmm. it, just how cool you are. Next episode, um, we're going to be going to... We're going to go bi-weekly now. It's just the way things are. So in two weeks, you'll get to listen to our beautiful voices again as we talk about Let's Plays. You know, watching someone play a game. It's a phenomenon. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be just great. So what you're saying is that we're going to, you're going to be, you listener, will be listening <laughs> to us talk about watching someone else play a video game. That's right. We're hitting all forms of media. We're hitting, we're hitting video game. We're mm, hitting mm. video. We're hitting audio. And then someone's <laughs> going to transcribe it and you can read it. That's oh. Right. <laughs> oh. Ooh. What if they write a story about them listening to the podcast about us watching someone else play a game? I don't know. Wow. Um, this week's music Oof. is by Pro Leader, as always. Check him out. He's glorious and great. Uh, that's all we got for this week's episode. We are going to take this last little section and just talk about ourselves, catch up. If you want to stick around, go for it. If not, well, you're missing out. Uh, so, you're missing so out then. on everything. Yeah, you're missing out. Bye! <laughs> Goodbye for now, unless you're sticking around. I'm Drew. I'm Adam. And I'm Zach. This has been Nitwick. Have fun, TTYL. And begin talking shit at each other. Zach, how yeah. could you hate FF15? <laughs> okay. You're so stupid. I can't okay. believe you're dumb. Listen, okay, so... Drew, are you aware that Zach was a oh stupid God. head who thinks FF15 <laughs> is jank? It is. It's so jank. I um, was here for the whole conversation, Adam. I was here for all of so, I mean, there's a lot of polish to the game, but then there's a lot of, like, just, like, weird small bugs, odd things with, uh, like, faces and the way characters talk and act towards each other. And then, like... A second half that doesn't feel at all like the first half of the game. Mm. Like, there is a clear sense of they did not finish this game, and they had to put mm. it out. I guess. Uh, so here, here's my thought on that. Uh, I agree that... How do I put? How do I phrase this? I agree with you to an extent that FF15 does have some jank to it. I think I've made no small thing of... I think the story is interesting, but is too kind of haphazardly spread across everything oh, and feels a little unfocused please don't remind me of that uh, ha of the story that just I, kind of like spun in circles and i was like what i will say so i think i think my main gripe when i i think jank is with the story itself not necessarily the gameplay mm -hmm. i think the game uh, for me i think the gameplay was spot on there are little things i would change here and I, there, I, I, I actually think it was really good I, I found it I found it chaotic and hectic and really and performed really poorly in close quarters. Really? I, you're not the only person that I, that's told me that they felt it was chaotic. I guess I always felt like I knew it was happening like all the time. Well, you were you were using the uh that like one feature, I forget what it was called. Which feature? I was using the the action mode. Yeah, you were using like, action uh, mode. Oh, when no, yeah, no, I was playing were, okay. No, no, I wasn't using wait mode. Wait mode's the one that stops everything. I was yeah. using just like like run and slash kind of stuff yeah no that's how i played it and i just like i felt like i was always losing i feel like i'm always losing hp when i'm playing i like i i feel like i can't properly dodge anything i can't properly set up anything hmm. it just like i i do the combos with my teammates but sometimes they just don't feel like they're that effective they, they either feel like they're just an insta win button 
or they're just they feel like i'm clicking away at something it just Mm. didn't feel right do you play many action games like character action games and stuff uh well i do play a lot of the soulsborne games Right, but that's that's an entirely different beast on that. That is, one. That is uh, true. It's a different beast. I don't know. I guess because I, hold on. Drew, did you play any of fifteen at all? Um, I've heard you guys talk about it for a solid year and a half now. Oh, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's on sale on the PC. You can pick that up and play it. Play I am up. playing yeah. Dad yeah. of Boy, mm-hmm. and I will play nothing else until I find out what happens to that boy. Thank you that's very also, much. That's oh, also God acceptable. Uh, what I was going to say was, is that like, I guess because I've played a lot of action games and specifically like this felt a lot like Kingdom Hearts. I, I guess I was just hmm. used to like how all this felt and it never felt, at least I never felt like I was um, out of control. I think like a grape I've always had was it would be nice if I could queue up more of their, of the teammates abilities, like more than one. <laughs> Fuck you, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Drew just posted in the Discord chat a very sad picture of Tony Hawk. That's Tony Hawk's existential nightmare, <laughs> which I feel like is it's, it's a bunch like... of Tony Hawk put you up famous? a bunch. Tony Hawk put up a bunch of quotes on his Twitter of people like saying things to him, like "You famous," and I wonder what he's up to these days. Hmm. <laughs> Said to Tony Hawk about Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was, what was I going to say about 15? I, I guess to me, I wouldn't call it jank. Like, cause nothing felt like janky or incomplete. I feel like it was like what they were going for worked, but it was like, I think the story could use some more work, but overall I got the gist of the whole thing. Um, hmm. I, I, I don't know. The one thing I really, really, really like about FF15 is that it does still have constant updates and new features being added to it, which hmm. it. I don't know. I'm really excited to go back and play that. Like, I've already told myself, like, once all the DLC and everything's out, I want to go back and play it because I feel like it'll be, it'll feel like a like completely different game. Like, I'm hoping it will or, like, that it's been more patched up. But, no, I, I don't think the original release of it was, like, gameplay-wise janky. Uh. I will say, I do agree with you in that once you hit the part where you hit the desert, it becomes more streamlined. And I kind of, it feels like you should have been able to explore that last big area but yeah didn't. so that that's the only part oh, i'd say like yeah that does feel like that was just kind of cut out yeah it just felt like it's just sort of like the back half of the game is missing and mm. it's just it's just an odd feeling while i'm playing the game uh and that's probably the reason why i literally just stopped playing it no did you not beat it no no i am at didn't you get to like the final section no i, I got to the train right before the final section no i got i am like at the beginning part of the train mm. well okay and to avoid spoilers in case drew ever does play this one like 15 becomes more linear because like the story requires it become a bit more linear um i guess i can like i don't know i feel like it fe- it did feel a bit jarring when you go from this like massive open world area to hey we need to actually get you from point a to point b and this is gonna become a more yeah confined thing and okay so so i don't consider thing. that i don't consider that jank i think that is part of the at least to me that's part of the experience of it where like okay now it things are on a roll kind of deal so i, I don't know it just it felt incongruous but uh like for me like while i was playing through the game 
like the combat wasn't really sucking me in i didn't feel all that excited about it like i i figured out how to set things up and i figured out some grenades and i was like oh that's kind of fun the part for me that was really exciting was the exploration aspect of the game and they like traveling yeah. from place to place and doing that kind of stuff and it's just like the second half of the game drops all that stuff i wanted to play the game for so i was like all right well i'm gonna stop playing then mm-hmm. I, I guess that's fair uh i was i was really invested in seeing like where the story went and so it to me that kind of that tonal change from where hey this is all fun and games too oh now things are kind of serious like at least to me that drew me in more yeah and maybe that's not maybe that just didn't work for you like i don't know because just... it does go from less a a big boy band kind of like road trip to mm-hmm. nah we actually need to do something and the thing is it's like even the big boy band road trip aspect like i got a cool feel for all the characters and i liked all the characters but i also just i didn't feel that invested in them like mm-hmm. i I got Again. to the, I, I oh, hit that ahead. middle point where we switched from like open world to not open world. And I was just immediately like, oh, okay, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I guess, that, yeah, yeah, I guess it will just have to be a agree to disagree thing. Because I guess mm. for me, I did feel that connection with the characters and I did want to see like what all was happening with them. Uh, Again, I totally agree with you. I think the story leaves I think the greater world of the of the game leaves something to be desired. I think yeah. each of the characters was characterized well. I think some portions of their story were kind of were maybe not as fleshed out. Um, and I am hoping that they were. They've said they're going to go back and like tune parts of the story. So mm-hmm. I am interested to see what they go back and do with it. Yeah, it'll be deal. interesting to see, um, especially if they make the part where that one guy leaves and then just suddenly comes back and you have no idea what the fuck he did or why it's relevant. Uh, that's what the deal. That's what the deal. The three DLC I, chapters were. I really feel like I don't have to buy. I I feel like I shouldn't have to buy DLC to understand the plot. Uh, I I think that's fair. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know. Let's, how, let's how do I put this? Because this? this is just getting too much. Oh, okay. Well, looks like I win, Drew. Zach quit. Yep. I am going to add a gold star to Adam's side of the table. Oh, oh there man. you are. This gold star is pretty shiny. It is very shiny. Yeah. What else have you been playing, man? God, my eyes hurt. Sorry, I'll put it under the table. Oh, thanks. I was, I was just ah, sorry. That someone's just reflecting in it. Anyways, yeah. What what have you, what what have you been playing? (laughs) So subtle, so nice, so grand. Uh, Your angelic voice. Uh, I'm gonna talk about God of War. If anyone cares. Oh, how you liking that? The greatest game I've played in years. Do you feel like? Do you feel like a true dad now? You know, what's weird? What's weird is you kind of do feel a little paternal after playing it. Like, I don't know. Like, something about, like, the the dynamic between Kratos and Boy is uh, it's really well done. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't remember his name, do you? Atreus. His name is Atreus, but you call him Boy so often. Um, dad of Boy. <laughs> dad. <laughs> I mean, because, like, he, he does call him Boy throughout most of the game. Like, if he calls him Atreus... Some shit's going down and it's real. It's like, mm. oh fuck, this is the important part of the game. I should pay attention now, right now. Now, don't spoil this for me because I do need to pick this up. I'm really excited to play God of you... War. I just need to like find like a week to dedicate to play that. But Yo, I've like, heard it's exceptionally yeah. good. If you yeah. want to borrow uh, my PS4 and check it out, like go for it. Like it's, so... I think I want more people to play it. Uh, it's fantastic. All the Norse mythology is so well executed. I'm shocked. Now tell me this. <laughs> Can I go fishing in this game? That's that's uh, a tough one. Unfortunately, you can't. Back to Final Fantasy 15 with me. Though. But but you but, know what? But Adam, Fuck Adam, it. What back to do... back to near automata. Guys, wait. <laughs> but what you get to do is row a boat. Oh. 
I've and, always wanted to row a boat. That's pretty good. And you good. get to hear stories of Kratos to boy. Kratos will no. tell stories to the boy. And Kratos telling stories to the boy is something to behold. He's hmm. a very huh. good storyteller. Can I ask, there... did you play any of the other God of Wars? You know, I didn't. That's the weird thing. Oh, goddammit. Um... Yeah, he didn't. He didn't ask... touch him. <laughs> then I can't ask these questions because I'm like really curious to know like how much they reference the older games. Maybe that's like I... a spoiler Here's the thing. Just, yeah. I, well, I, I did the whole... Then. I did the whole watch the cutscenes on YouTube thing. Uh, I hate doing that. Uh, it was a, a sin of mine in the past, but you know, I, I did it for three because I just want to be caught up. And um, they definitely referenced the previous game. Like they definitely referenced the previous game in a very meaningful way. Like, mm. huh. okay. Like uh, I'll put it like this: like Greece was a thing, and people know about Greece and the shit that went down. And that's all I'm mm. going to say. That's all okay. I'm going to say. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's a sensitive topic and it gets addressed. It absolutely gets addressed. It's not something they just pretend never happened. Like, this is a continuation of a story, not like a weird soft reboot situation. Mm. Um, so there it's you not go. A, it's not a sea boot. A soft sea boot. No, oh my. it's not. No, okay. it's not. But so... that axe, though, that axe is so oh. fun to use. <laughs> um, Zach, are you, you playing anything? I, well, I have been actually playing dark souls 3 oh yeah so yeah. i don't i don't know what you're excited about I've, I've been posting it so often um and so one thing that i promised i'm Ian, sorry i uh, i can't be excited for things anymore um i well that sucks oh. i guess oh yeah so so one thing <laughs> i'm really sorry adam <laughs> um so so one feelings, thing I, dude. I did is i promised ian that i would stream it every time i was playing dark souls 3 so that way he could watch and I've been doing that very consistently every time I play Dark Souls 3. And it has been actually genuinely really fun to have people in the chat just sort of like, like basically shit talking as I'm playing. Uh, like mm. I had, I had Short Drew in the chat and he basically, I play really slow and carefully through, through Dark Souls games, through, through Soulsborne games. Like I am very, very patient. I pull out the bow all the time to sort of plunk enemies and sort of bring them to me and get them into my space drew does not, not play facebook, like that though. not facebook there no no but uh drew doesn't play like that he plays really aggressive and so he watched me and just basically whined the entire time <laughs> <laughs> and he go oh my god he's like oh he's so slow and i'm like dude those things are, they're draining my max hp what do you want me to do and he's like just hit him just hit him and i'm like no i'm not gonna do that i play this game carefully because i'm a careful man I don't want to lose my souls. Uh, so that's how that worked out. Uh, and it's actually been really cool. Ian's been helpful in terms of giving me advice. Um, I, I'm also noticing the game is full of references and I haven't played the previous Dark Souls games or Demon Souls. And I'm like, oh, I don't get six, guys. any of these references. <laughs> Y'all need to play the previous games of these things. <laughs> we ain't got time, Adam. I, like, we ain't got, got time. time to. I ain't got <laughs> time to appreciate these things. Like Tell you every what, Adam, time I come across notes for us, write the notes. Every every time I come across a Dark Souls reference, Ian will literally tell me which game it came from. I because <laughs> I will be playing and then I'll be like, okay, I don't get this at all. Which game is this from, Ian? And then Ian will be like, oh, it's from Dark Souls too. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can ignore this. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's there's just so many references in Dark Souls three. Interesting. Glorious. I mean, what you played you? part of it. I have. I should probably go play more of it. At you're some in the. Point. You're what? You're in the undead. Not the undead burg. It's what the undead settlement. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's undead burg part two, but it's not. It's very different, actually. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. 
Adam, what you playing? I just wanted to know what Adam's playing. We we, we were uh, talking about what we're playing. Let's see. What am I playing? Uh, I am playing. Still playing Zelda. Um, mm-hmm. Still dicking around. I picked up a new game called Lumines Remastered. I'm playing mm-hmm. that on my Switch, and that's really fun. That's the the PSP thing, yeah. Yeah, that's that music puzzler that I really like. Uh, it's a really fun game. I like it a lot. If you need a fun puzzle game for your Switch, that uh, you can do a lot worse than Luminous Remastered. It's really really good. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, basically all I've been playing. I've been really busy, so I haven't been playing much. Yeah, I mean, except, I... When, I, except when I play Overwatch to like, but that's more like I feel like that's more to socialize these days rather than actually play that. Yeah, I that's that's kind of. How I, well, no, I, I also just play solo, but yeah, I, I get a lot of my socialization for the day done in Overwatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your quota. Quota. Yeah, just fill it up. Listen, man. I talk to, I, I don't talk get... to this person, this person, and this person. Let I'm me... done for the day. I don't even talk Let to me... shit. I don't even talk to nobody. Let me tell you, Drew, I don't know if you know this, but I really like talking and I on as many avenues as possible to just talk to people. You think we would be better at not fucking up words than for how much we talk. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> eh, you know, it, it's a learning process. By the time we're we're all sixty, we'll be perfect. At oh, the thank goodness! All right, boys, it is an hour forty-one on this recording. Do we want to? I think it's let's time. leave this, this place. I agree. Right. It is time to bail. Okay. All right, listeners, uh, have a great one. Have a good life, and we'll talk to you later. Um, Bye. Catchphrase. Goodbye. Later. Yeah, catchphrase. 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 catchphrase.